Welcome back to Off the Clock with Willow Polish, the show where we interview major figures on campus to see what they're like off the clock. This week, I talked to Lainey Walworth about her experiences as a president of Lunch Bunch, co-president of the University Pickleball Club, and what she does off the clock. This is 89.7 WUEC Blue Gold Radio Sunday, and I'm your host, Willow Polish. Can you give me a brief overview of everything you're involved in? Because there's a lot and yeah. maybe we missed some things, but yeah. just Yeah, so uh, I'm a senior studying Unified Elementary and Special Education. So I do a lot within the department. I'm involved, I have been involved in a few undergrad research opportunities through that. I'm studying sensory, a sensory room at the Children's Museum, as well as some classes that we're creating for a Scotland immersion trip that we're taking this summer. And then in terms of organizations, I am the president, co-president of both Pickleball Club and Lunch Bunch, which are two newer universities on campus. Yeah, and then for Lunch Bunch, can we talk a little yeah. bit about that? Can yeah, we... so Lunch Bunch is a club that we started about two years ago post-COVID. It originally started as a club called Best Buddies, um, which is something that typically people are familiar with through high school, but we... Um, we're having troubles post-COVID getting that started up again, so mm -hmm. we decided we wanted to do something local in our community with the elementary schools. So we um, contacted Putnam Heights Elementary, and we go there every Friday, and we have lunch with the students. So we have about 40 members right now um, in second, third, fourth, and fifth grade lunches, and we basically just show up to their lunch. Lunchtime can be hard for so many students. It's kind of an awkward, anxious time, so we're just kind of there to kind of help them make that time a little bit easier, show them how to have those respectful communication conversations. And then it's also really helpful for the staff because it helps eliminate some of those rowdy behaviors in the lunchroom, especially on a Friday. So and it's probably been, for like lunchtime monitoring stuff. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. You know, we're able to kind of model what um, an appropriate voice volume is in the lunchroom and yeah. make sure if anything gets out of control, um, we're just kind of there. And it's been really cool. I've gotten to see... A lot of those kids grow up, but they're now, I started with them as second graders, and they are now fourth graders. And it's just really cool to see their progress. We started with mainly just students who were receiving special education services. Mm -hmm. So we wanted that to be a time where that was safe for them. Um, so we did that, and then now we've expanded to we have a student at every lunch table at four of their lunches just to promote inclusion. Yeah, that's really cool. That must help a lot with, like, especially post-COVID learning those socialization skills yeah I that. mean the two years of COVID we all were impacted socially but especially these younger kids Definitely. that all they had was screens for so long yep. holding a conversation is so difficult so like <laughs> even little things like that has been really yeah. cool I had an opportunity to have a student teaching placement there a pre-student teaching placement mm -hmm. And that was in a self-contained classroom with students who were nonverbal, and most of them spent the whole day in that class. But we were able to have some of our students out at lunch with us and model how to communicate through their talking device that they, yeah. you know, have an iPad with their words on and modeling that and really supporting inclusion in that sense in a way that probably wouldn't be able to be done if we didn't have like yeah. a university student at each table. So that yeah. was really cool to see. That's really cool. Yeah. Being able to like include the students that maybe wouldn't have been able to transition as exactly. easily. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's been, it's been really cool to see the impact it has. And I know 
families have even reached out to the school being like, what is this amazing thing that's going on? Because my mm -hmm. kids are going home and talking about it, yeah. and the teachers love it, and they're like, it's just really cool. Mm -hmm. Did Was there a similar program at your old high school? Because I know you talked about that a little bit. Um, not at my high school, but mm -hmm. um, the other members on the founding board had all done Best Buddies in high school, which is basically mm -hmm. like a peer program pairing people with students with disabilities and doing activities with them. So we mm -hmm. formerly had that at the university. I didn't have it at my high school, but a lot of people in the club now got their start in Best Buddies in high school. What is your favorite lunch at the elementary school as far as food-wise? Food-wise, whenever we're there on Fridays, it's mm -hmm. always breakfast, pretty much. Okay. okay. They did have cheesy breadsticks a few weeks ago, and Ooh. those looked pretty good, but that or the French toast sticks. Mm -hmm. Whenever I see the hash browns, I'm kind of jealous, mm -hmm. but yeah. Would you compare it to Davies or Hilltop as far as which you I would prefer? say more so it's kind of very similar to Hilltop. Mm -hmm. um, we bring our own lunches or like pack a snack, so oh, okay. I prefer to have that. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's fun to reminisce also like, oh my gosh, I remember when I had that in a school lunch. And yeah. so, yeah. How do you get there? Because I know some people walk or drive. Is it typical? Yeah, we provide tr transportation carpools. Okay. So basically um, anyone who has a car has been super accommodating and willing to drive people. So. Like, I have a group that I pick up at Tower Circle. So yeah. whoever needs a ride, we want to make sure they have that opportunity. It's back by Bollinger Fields, the elementary school we're at, so people yeah, could yeah. take the bus or walk, but we want to make it as easy as everyone, for everyone to be able to join the club and be a part of it. Yeah. What schools are you looking to expanding into? Um, we are just hoping any Eau Claire Area School District will allow us to come in. I think this is our first year that we had four lunches, and I think there's only going to be an increase of interest. So it's just about probably finding one of the ones that are closer, but I know a lot of schools in the area would be interested. I have a professor who has kids in the district that was like, I'd love for you to be at their elementary school. Yeah. So, you know, whoever will take us, we would love to go <laughs> to. Um, but yeah. yeah. It seems like a really great program, honestly. It's been really cool to experience, not only experience it, but get to see like how it came to be mm -hmm. and being a part of that like process of creating this club. Um, Caitlin Nelson was the original founder. She came up with the idea um, and she was amazing in like leading the way and promoting inclusion. And she is a teacher now in the Eau Claire Area School District. She's doing amazing things, but she really started it all. And it's just been cool to see how much it's grown in just two years. Last year was our first official year going into the schools. Yeah. So were you guys planning it like kind of during the COVID era? Yeah, so we started planning my freshman year, which yeah. was um, 2020. 2020, yeah. Um, so we started because we originally wanted to get involved in Best Buddies. So mm -hmm. my other co-board members, Anya Neustad and Bryn Krause and I, all wanted to be involved in it and we reached out to Caitlin who had this idea and we started the planning process and then that sophomore year I believe I the four of us and Caitlin oh my goodness math is hard <laughs> um, yeah all of us and Caitlin yeah. did a trial run and so we went and we sat with um, the students who were receiving services kind of getting used to the whole environment, seeing what we could do to improve, and we found 
not only was it awesome getting to connect with those just those kids, but it would be even more beneficial to have every kid included at every lunch table and to model mm-hmm. that at every lunch table because the schools in our world are so diverse and it's only beneficial for these kids to learn how to collaborate and communicate with each other and be respectful and it's been really cool to see the friendships and everything that's developed from it yeah yeah I came from like a k-12 school so that was kind of like sort of a normal practice for us if we had a study hall to go sit with the that's super cool sometimes so like hearing that that's an actual program that happens and is like an official thing especially Eau Claire area school district is a very large district yeah um so it's nice to have that sense of community and we have a lot of different majors that are involved, but we do have a lot of education majors, and it's oh, a great okay. way to start getting connected in Eau Claire Area School District, into the community, um, and just getting to hang out with kids. It's so refreshing, especially when you're on a college campus and you see a lot of people the same age all the yeah. time. It's so refreshing. It's Every time that we walk out of there, we're all like, oh, that just made our whole day so much better. Mm-hmm. And it, I know it's the same for those kids. I mean, they count down the day every week it's amazing yeah yeah so switching gears you're in charge of pickleball pickleball captain or yeah i'm the co-president of the pickleball club here on campus too Mm -hmm. um my sister and i are the co-presidents so my sister sydney and i she she is a sophomore she's a sophomore so we grew up playing tennis and got kind of involved into pickleball at the end of high school It was something that our family always played, and we kind of wanted to get involved um, on campus and get to play on campus too. And so we found that there was a very small pickleball club (laughs) of about like four members here on campus. Was it like an actual team, or was it intramural? It's a school. It's a student organization. Student organization. So it's not a. It's not an intramural or a club sport. It's technically just a student org. Yeah. Um, But there were a few guys that had set it up um, and were playing. And my sister and I were like, hey, like, can we, what, can we get involved? Like, we really love to play. And mm-hmm. so basically what we do in the pickleball club is host open play every week. Yeah. Um, we were on a biweekly schedule. Right now we're just Sundays um, in McPhee from 2.30 to 4 p.m. <laughs> um, for anyone who wants to come join for us. anybody who's interested. Please come. We love playing with everyone. Um, but... Just depending on, you know, court time in there, we host open play. We provide paddles and balls. We have nets set up, and we just kind of rotate in and out and play with lots of different people. A lot of us that like to play pickleball oftentimes, like, play at home with community members that are typically older than us. So we really wanted to create a community of young pickleball players that love the game, want to learn how to play. We have all skill levels. Um, And we pretty much right now are doing open play. We also are heading to an invitational um, at Whitewater. Excited for yeah next month November. Uh, it's next weekend. Next weekend. Oh, November fourth. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So we have last spring the two former presidents and my sister and I Mm -hmm. went to something called the Duper Duper Collegiate Regionals which is a, uh, Duper is like a big pickleball organization that facilitates a lot of competitions and everything, and they started a collegiate pickleball um, realm. So we went to Mm -hmm. a regional competition, we played, we got third place out of like 12 colleges. Um, We got to play against 
you know, UW Whitewater, the University of Minnesota, University of How Michigan. Does scoring work then? Like, is it like chess tournament style where you get like a number and then you get like process by winning or like a bracket yeah yeah so in terms of like competitions like those um we have an open play where it's just randomly put together of who plays who yeah and then from that you get seated Mm -hmm. based on like who wins what and then you go into like a final final round of all of those teams Um, so we went to that last spring and that got us a lot of connections with some other awesome pickleball clubs, especially in Wisconsin. And we are a bunch of the Midwestern schools, UW-Whitewater, UW-Madison, University of Michigan. We are all meeting up to have an invitational to play together again, which is really cool to have that community in competition. This is really the start of collegiate pickleball. You know, there's no club pickleball. There's no, like, official university team. So to be a part of that, too, is also really cool. And to see the connections we're building has been really awesome. Mm -hmm. How many teams are going to be at next weekend's tournament? There will be four or five of us. Four or five. Um, Is that, like, partners or, like, teams individually playing? Or is that colleges? So we – it's – kind of complicated because there's something called MLP play, which is Major League Pickleball's rules of how they play it. But we will bring one MLP team, which is comprised of two guys and two girls, and we play, we'll have a bracket of, there are just four teams from each university, and we'll play in an MLP bracket. But then we can also bring open division members, which are teams of two. So we can bring as Mm -hmm. many doubles partners as we want that will play against each other. But we'll also have our MLP team that will play. You play men's doubles, women's doubles, and then you have two mixed doubles, men's and women's, together that you play. And whoever wins best of four moves on in that division. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of like funny little rules. Yeah. But um, it's fun to be able to have that competitive team aspect in all of that because mm-hmm. um, it's something that we're really starting. We are hosting a comp, not a competition, but we're hosting a tournament. Um, just informally um, on November 10th, um, where we can just have double teams play against each other here at McPhee for those who want that competitive aspect and want more than just the open play that we provide. So that'll be really cool to hopefully do that. Yeah, and we're hoping to then formally host some invitations and invite other schools and stuff in the future too. Is that open to community members? Like, do you have non-college members come out for that? For this tournament that we're having on November 10th in McPhee, it's just going to be for university students, but any university student is welcome to come play. Mm -hmm. You can enter as a doubles team, and it's just a good way to have that competitive aspect that a lot of people miss when they don't play A lot of people played sports in high school and don't necessarily get that as much. So just another option to do that. Mm-hmm. So did you do pickleball in high school? Or was that available? Um, it was not available Yeah. Uh, besides like playing in middle school. But mm-hmm. we just went to community courts in the area and just played with people and our parents, yeah. my sister and I. So that's where it really started. But to be able to have like a real community and like team feel yeah. um, with the club has been super cool to see. Yeah, I was going to ask. Is it more of a individualized sport, or is it very much like a, a structured team sport, would you say? That's a tricky question because yeah. it varies. Yeah. You know, you can play singles. You can play-
Make sure to follow on Instagram UWEC Lunch Bunch and UWEC Pickleball Club if you're interested in learning more. And make sure to tune in next week for the rest of this interview with Lainey Walworth. It feels like you're very involved on campus. Is that something that you wanted to do from freshman, sophomore year, or did you just kind of stumble into taking on all the leadership roles? It was something I always hoped for. I'm your host, Willow Polish, and this was Off the Clock. Thanks for listening to Blue Gold Radio Sunday.